Welcome to the Closer and Closer podcast, a podcast about expanding your creative capacity. Each week, we interview inspiring creatives to help you grow your freelance career. All right, let's get into the episode. Hey everyone, I'm Andrea and I'm a part of the Artist Marketing and Partnerships team here at CNC. I'm recording a solo episode today, once again, all about marketing, so you'll have to wait a couple weeks to hear from Dave, unfortunately. How is everyone doing? I hope everything's going well and you're, you know, thriving, surviving in your neck of the woods. So here at CNC, my job is to help our artists attract the ideal projects and clients through marketing. And a big part of that job is actually helping the artists on their roster with their social media. At the end of the day, we want to figure out ways to educate our artists and help them elevate their own careers so that they're constantly growing. And I obviously do this through marketing, so it's extra rewarding because I know it's something most artists are not very fond of or necessarily skilled at. It's a very niche interest. Um, And in the spirit of helping our artists improve their marketing, my team just finished up creating personalized content strategies for all of our artists. Our goal for these was to create comprehensive guides on how our artists can improve their social media marketing, including their marketing goals, content ideas, resources, etc. And as we worked on these, our director actually suggested that I do a podcast episode on how to build one of these out. We think it could be a really helpful tool for any freelance creative who is just looking to work on their marketing and set some attainable goals. I thought that was obviously a great idea, so that is what I'm doing today. Over the next two podcast episodes, I'll be giving you all a framework to help you build a content strategy for yourself. In the first episode, I'm going to be going over the why behind these strategies and also how to get started with setting some goals. And then in the second episode, we'll move into some of the more nitty-gritty details of how to make those goals a reality. We hope you all find this as useful as our artists have so far. And honestly, I hope that you enjoy the process a little bit. I personally think it's fun. Um, And hopefully with my help, it won't be as painstaking as it could be. So without further ado, I know I've rambled enough. Let's dive in. So As with anything, we want to start with our why behind the content strategies, right? I think it's very difficult to do something, um, especially something that we're maybe a little bit unfamiliar with or uncomfortable with, if we don't know why we're doing it. So right now, I want to sit here for a little bit and answer the question of why do you need a content strategy? For some context, uh, these content strategies that I'm going to be walking you all through are mainly for Instagram, but they can truly be used across all platforms. You can make one for your Behance, for your email newsletter, for everything and anything. Um, But today it's going to be pretty specific on Instagram just because, you know, I think niching down is a little bit helpful. So back to the why. Like it or not, Instagram is a part of your business as a freelancer and as a creative. Um, It's really gotten to a point where it's kind of a necessity of the job. It is a really, really important tool for sharing your work. It is one of the main avenues that you can use to get your work out in front of clients. Um, And really what's special about it is that it gets your work in front of a lot of people at once, which can make it more effective than something like direct sales. 
Uh, I know a lot of artists have recently been complaining that Instagram is dead. So it is very much still alive and well, even though it's been going through a lot of change, I can tell you 100% that it is still the main tool clients are using to find artists. So with that being said, like, how do you use it effectively, right? Like that's kind of what we want to answer with these content strategies is, okay, we know our clients are living on Instagram, looking for artists on Instagram. We know that they're there. So what can we do to make our work as effective as possible and to get it in front of the right people? Another reason why I think having a content strategy is really important is that like anything within your business, you need to be intentional and systematic about your marketing to have it be successful. Obviously, I know that feelings and flow states and all of that fun stuff is really important um, and a really important part of being a creative But when it comes to marketing and when it comes to business, obviously there's still creativity in there. There's still feeling, there's still a lot of room to play, but you do need to have a pretty solid strategy going into it. And you need to be aware of best practices in order to be successful, right? You can't just start running a business fully based off of hopes and dreams and um, ideas and fun. Um, You need to have solid strategies and systems in order to make it successful and to make it sustainable, really. This is especially true with Instagram nowadays. Obviously, there's been a big shift in the last 10 years from when it started to now in what content looks like on there, what creating looks like on there. And, you know, nowadays, a lot of the content on Instagram is being made by professional influencers and brands and people who really know how to use the Instagram algorithm to their advantage. So for us freelancers, for us artists, that means the competition is stiffer than ever when it comes to getting your work seen and your content seen on Instagram. Um, So it's super, super important to have a plan and to understand the tools that these people are using, right? I don't, I always tell our artists this, I don't, my goal for them is not to have them be full-time influencers, you know? Like, obviously, the main part of your business is creating, but there are these other side parts to being a freelancer and to owning a business that also need to be taken care of. So, You know, I think marketing is oftentimes seen as tedious or a chore, but I think it's really helpful to think of it as, you know, a part of your business, to think of it the same as answering emails or sending out invoices. It is a very necessary part to running a successful freelance career. And again, the more educated that you can be on it, the more systematic you can be, the more intentional you can be, the better it's going to go for you and the better your business is going to do and the more opportunity you're going to have to work on creative work that you love and that you enjoy and that is fulfilling to you. And lastly, my last piece on why this is all important is that, and maybe this isn't really just why it's important, maybe this is more of a inspiration to you, you know, a call to action, um, something that you all I think is really wonderful and lovely and empowering. So I wanted to share it with you. This was also, this came from, originally came from Chase Jarvis and then came from my director. And now I'm telling you, but basically we're currently in a time where artists and freelancers are completely in control of distributing their own work. This seems really obvious, but this is actually really new. It seems like, you know, in the last couple of years, this has really become fact. Um, Again, Chase Jarvis said it much better than I ever could, but it's the first time in history where artists are able to share their work whenever and however they want. Galleries and agencies are no longer gatekeeping what work gets to be seen by the general public and what doesn't. 
the power is now fully in the artist's hands and the freelancer's hands to get their work out into the world through things like social media, through things like Instagram. And I personally think that is so empowering. So now that we have our why a little bit clearer and we have a little bit of empowerment and inspiration to create these content strategies, let's get into it. Where do you even start? I'm going to say that where you need to start when it comes to your own content strategy for Instagram is, and bear with me because this is going to sound a little bit silly, but you need to start with where you're at right? You need to have a very clear understanding of where your Instagram is at now so that we can then set realistic and effective goals to, to, to reach. You know, we can't, we can't start from nothing. You need to have a baseline understanding of what is going on in your world. And I really hope for you all that you're able to do this part of the work without any judgment. Um, I don't want this to feel like punishment or like, you know, uh, you're reprimanding yourself for maybe not doing things as well as you could because, you know, we all got to start somewhere, right? Even if you're never posting, even if you don't have an Instagram at all, like that is important stuff to know before you get started. And, you know, you're doing the best that you can do. We're going to work on it one step at a time. So my usual starting point when I'm creating a content strategy for an artist is to do an audit of where their or your Instagram is at currently. You're going to want to take notes. All of this is going to require taking notes. I am the queen of note-taking. You can ask my director and my team members. I have to write everything down or else I'll forget. So I think, you know, initially start taking notes on things like the number of followers that you have, your average growth rate over the last year. You can find this in your insights on your page if you are a creator or a business page. Um, take note of how frequently and consistently you're posting. Um, so again, I've talked about this on a couple episodes before, but frequency and consistency are different on Instagram, right? So frequency refers to like the, how, how many times you're posting and then consistently refers to how often, um, so on Instagram, you want to have both. Obviously you want to be posting frequently, but you also want to be consistent. So I've, again, I've used this example many times in the past, but let's say you have four posts to share in the month of May, right? Four will be your post frequency no matter how you post them. If you post them all in the first week, you will, you know, frequently, like you'll have been posting four times a month. If you post them all in the last week, same thing. But you want to also make sure that you have that consistency piece. So on Instagram, it's better to take those four posts and spread them out over four weeks so that you're posting once a week every single week consistently as opposed to like I said earlier just throwing them all up within the first week of the quarter or the month and then forgetting about it and not posting at all the rest of the month um so both of those are actually really important things to note when you're creating your content strategies you want to make sure that you know you're posting frequently yeah sure but more than anything you're posting consistently Um, next you want to take note of what kind of content you're posting. Again, this is super important. Instagram has gone through a lot of change and the things that were working on Instagram, even like a year ago are not necessarily putting in work now. Right? So things that I look for is like, is this artist only posting finished work? Are they showing off their process? Are they posting lifestyle content? You know, pieces of their regular everyday life that maybe don't seem super related to their work. Are they using stories? Are they using reels? Are they posting videos? Like what kind of content are you posting? Um, How varied is it? Are you only posting one type of content? Um, Yeah, make note of that because that is also really important. And 
yeah, all of this is going to be important when figuring out where you want to go. You need to know where you're starting so you can figure out what's realistic and what is a good move for you. After you're done with what I like to call a social media audit, um, you're going to want to map out where you want to be or your goals. Now, we do this in multiple different steps, right? I feel like we do this in like three steps um, here at CNC with our content strategies. Because when you're setting goals, you want to make sure that you're taking big goals, things like, you know, grow to 100K followers or increase engagement, like big, broad, overarching goals like that, and break them down into actionable steps that you can take. And sometimes, you know, this takes a little bit more than just one go, right? Like a goal as big as increase engagement, right? For example, there is a million ways to do that. There is a million different tactics that you can take. If you Google like how to increase engagement on Instagram, um, you will probably find articles of like 50 tips that you can use to do that. Um, also, like increased engagement to what? Uh, for how long? Like how long do you have to get the, to this goal? It isn't very specific. So a goal this big can feel very overwhelming, especially when you're starting out. So what we like to do in our content strategies is take big goals like this and break them down. Um, a common goal, a common overarching goal for all of our artists that we have is to have them each growing by 10% on Instagram quarter to quarter. But again, like what does that actually mean? If an artist is only currently growing 5% a quarter, what can they do to get there, right? So that's kind of how we want to think about these goals. So let's say we're taking that goal of growing 10% per quarter. Then we're going to want to set a series of goals and deadline with deadlines that you can use to actively work and get you to those overarching growth goals. For our artists, these look like anything under the sun. These have looked like anything from posting once a week, every week, um, using a scheduling tool like Later to automate your posting process for a month, um, or even emailing your current clients a new work update, right? So we like to focus on one goal at a time here to ensure that nothing falls through the cracks. You know, I feel like if you're trying to do everything, nothing nothing gets done. Um, so yeah, so we like to focus on one goal at a time. And then once that goal is accomplished, we work off of it and set a new goal. We actually um, use the framework of wigs and lead measures. And basically like what you want that to be is, you know, you have your big goal and then you have it broken down into smaller goals that you can actually like act on. Um, for example, posting once a week, every week. And then, you know, eventually you get to a certain point where that goal that you have to post once a week, every single week, it comes to a certain point where that just becomes part of your regular routine, right? And that gets integrated into your, we call it a whirlwind, but just what you are automatically doing. And then you're able to ramp it up. With our content strategies here at CNC, we actually like to take this goal breakdown one step further, right? So again, let's go back to the example of growing by 10% a quarter. That's like our big overarching goal that we're trying to hit. Then we break that down into, okay, what is one way that I can achieve this goal? What is one thing that I can do to work towards this goal that is reasonable, achievable, but also still a push, right? Because we want to be growing and learning and evolving and we don't want to just be doing things that are super, super easy for us, right? So we have post once a week, every week for the next three months as our our breakdown of that overarching goal. Here at CNC, with our content strategies for our artists, we take that one step further and we take that goal and we say, okay, great. You're going to post once a week, every single week for the next three months. 
what does that actually mean for you, right? Because you're not doing that yet. Like realistically, that's not something that you're already doing. So there's clearly barriers that are built up that are avoiding or keeping you from hitting that goal, keeping you from hitting that. Because a lot of the times, you know, you guys know what you're supposed to be doing. You guys know that posting more frequently on Instagram is better for your careers. So what are the roadblocks that we have in our way that are keeping us from hitting that goal now? And what can we do to remove them? So again, I'm going to keep rolling with this example because I think it's a really good one. And I think it's a great starting point for a lot of artists that aren't doing that yet. I think this is like a primo example of a great first goal. But, you know, there's very common complaints, very common reasons that I hear why artists can't post once a week, every single week. Um, Again, those range a variety of different reasons. Maybe, you know, in a certain month, you only have two client projects come out and you're used to only posting client work. Okay, so what can we do to mitigate that, right? We can share our process. We can share some lifestyle shots. We can work on some personal work. You know, that's another breakdown of the goal. So you take this goal of posting once a week, every week for the next three months, and you say, okay, what are three things that I need to keep in mind that I can do to help reach this goal? So number one can be um, posting different kinds of content, varying your content so that, you know, you're not only relying on client work. Um, If you have an issue with just remembering to post altogether, something else could be, you know, sitting down at the top of every month and planning out your posts, right? Because sure, posting once a week, every week seems easy until you come up to a week and you're like, oh, I don't have anything to post and I don't have any time to work on personal work and I haven't taken any process shots. I don't have anything, anything, right? That can be really stressful. So you take this goal and you say, okay, I'm going to set aside an hour at the top of every month to plan out my plan out my content for that month. You can say, again, if like time is an issue and you can't pull yourself out of the process to post in the middle of it. Okay. I'm going to schedule out my post for the month and I'm going to have an alarm on my phone reminding me every day or every, you know, every week to post. You got to set up these little tools for yourself that are going to help you achieve that secondary goal, which is then going to help you achieve the overall goal. Um, And that honestly is how we set goals here. Um, You know, we like to equip ourselves with everything that we may need so that once it comes down to it, like we don't really have any excuses, right? Um, And again, we need to focus on one goal at a time. So obviously there's a lot of things that you can do to hit a 10% growth rate, but focusing on one thing at a time helps you eliminate, correct? Like it helps you go through that process of elimination. So let's say that you're posting once a week, every week for three months and you don't see anything changing. Maybe that wasn't your problem. You know, obviously, yes, this is still a really great practice, still something that you should do. But after those three months, you can reevaluate, right? And think, okay, this goal clearly didn't get me to where I want to be. What is another thing that we could test? Something that we found here at CNC is that if you're testing everything at once, um, it's really hard to identify what's working, right? So you might be doing all this extra work. Let's say that you're posting 10 reels a day and posting one photo post every single day and you're using hashtags all the time and you're collaborating with other people and you're creating more personal work than ever and then you grow 10%, you don't know which one of those was the the catalyst for growing, right? And you may be wasting effort. Doing those collaborations may not be helping you in the long run. You know, you might stop doing those collaborations and then your growth rate stays exactly the same forever and ever and never changes. Um, it actually goes up, you know? So here at CNC, we're very big fans of testing one goal at a time, testing one strategy at a time, and then 
adding to it if it works and eliminating if it doesn't. Um, and this, this framework of setting goals of, you know, setting one goal at a time and setting sub goals really helps you to hone your strategy in, in the long run. Next up, we have setting up our monthly content calendar. That's very exciting. Um, and setting up resources and tools for ourselves, but all of those things are going to have to wait until next week's episode. Dun, dun, dun. Leaving you guys on a cliffhanger. Um, no, but really, we want to make sure that the information in these episodes is digestible because, you know, even though this episode is only like about 20 minutes, there was a lot of information in here, right? And there's a lot of um, action that can be taken just from what we talked about today. So I wanted to split this up into two parts to make sure that, you know, A, you have time to get started on your content strategy. If you want to do this in real time with the episode releases, you know, you got a week to figure out your why. Um, figure out where you're at and start setting goals. And then next week we'll get into some of the more nitty gritty like planning of this content strategy, right? Um, And also, yeah, I just don't want it to be overwhelming. I want to make sure that you guys have time to process. If you have any questions at all on what we talked about today, feel free to reach out. Um, My email is marketing at closerandcloser.co and I will get back to you as soon as possible. But yeah, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. I hope you find it helpful and insightful. And I hope that you apply this to your very own freelance career and your marketing. I think it's something really helpful if the artist response that we've gotten to these content strategies is any indication. I think it will be extremely helpful in your career. And I can't wait to see where you all take it. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back next week with the rest of the strategy. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to the Closer and Closer podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to receive the latest episodes. You don't want to miss some of the incredible conversations that we have coming up. They'll be full of powerful insight to help you reach your full creative potential. To find out more about us, visit www.closerandcloser.co. But wait, before you go, we've got something super special for those of you looking for more opportunities to grow your creative career. Head to the show description and join the community an interactive space to share information, gather resources, and build relationships with other creatives and us here at CNC. 